0: Praise the Lord, Pastor David, of Make a Difference Ministry. I want to share something with you that the Lord put in my heart and mind. And, you know, I was thinking about how much the Word of God I love. Thinking about how much God has put in my spirit as I studied. And as I put the effort in and the time to get into His Word and meditate in it, how much God does bring it back to your, your remembrance and allows you to retain it and, and allows you to share it. But you got to take time and put that Word in your spirit. Once again, I I think about Psalms 108 or 118, 119, excuse me, verse 11. The Bible says David said, "I hid." thy word in my heart that i might not sin against you and and as i was sitting there thinking about that this thought popped in my mind i want to read it to you romans chapter six one of my favorite chapters of the of the bible i'm telling you it's so meaty you you, yeah every time i read it i find something fresh something new all the time it's just amazing but chapter six, verse one says, well, then shall we keep on sinning so that God can keep on showing us more and more kindness and forgiveness? Now, when you think about that question that Paul said, obviously we're, you know, you would say, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, I want God's grace more and more. I, I, I want his mercy in my life. I want his love to be manifested in my everyday life. But look at verse 2. Paul says, of course not. Should we keep on sinning when we don't have to? Now that's powerful right there. You know, before, the power of Satan was so strong. Sin was so strong. All the way up to the point of Jesus dying upon that cross. And when Jesus went into hell, He took the keys. He took that dominion that Satan had over us. And now it's in the blood of Jesus. Think about that. That power is broken. We don't have to sin if we don't want to. If we choose to sin, it's because we choose to. For sin's power over us was broken. When we became Christians and were baptized to become part of Jesus Christ through his death, the power of our sinful nature was shattered. Think about that. For sin's power over us was broken when we became Christians and were baptized To become a part of Jesus Christ. Through his death, the power of our sinful nature was shattered. Our old loving nature was buried with him by baptism when he died. And when God the Father, with glorious power, brought him back to life again, you were given his wonderful new life to enjoy. And I read from verse 1 of chapter 6 of Romans to verse 4. Once again, do we have to sin? Do we have to keep on practicing sin? No, you do not have to. Many Christians would tell you that you're in grace Many Christians will tell you that, uh, that you're under mercy. You could be forgiven once you practice it. Yes, Ask God to forgive you if you sins. Then go practice it again. Hey, God will forgive you no matter what. And you know, the love of God is so powerful. God's mercy and His grace is so powerful. But when we refuse to grow in the love of God and we we refuse to grow in the grace of God I believe we become stagnated Christians well, I believe we get locked up in a religious system it binds us up I hate sin I hate it with a passion I don't like the sin number one because what it does to me how it makes me feel You know, when I think about sin, I think about how merciless or how, you know, how, how evil it is and how uh, unmerciful it is. It's it's out to kill me. It's out to destroy me. It's out to destroy my faith. It's out to destroy my love for Jesus. It's out to destroy my testimony. Jesus Christ has died on a cross to set you and me free from sin. Why would we want to turn around and go back into sin? Why would we we want to compromise with sin? Why? Why? I mean, what's the point? What's the point of Jesus dying on the cross if we're just going to live and practice sin? You know, I sit back and I think about that. I think about that all the time. I wrote a book called, God, Where Did You Go? My subtitle is, I Didn't Leave You, You Left Me. And it took me 10 years to write this book. And I really am being honest with you. It's 30 years of my life experience. Struggle, the the, the battle of sin, the battle of weaknesses in my flesh, the battle and struggle that I go through. On a daily basis, there's times where I just feel like quitting. There's times where I feel like giving up. There's times where I just want to walk away from it all. And I realize what's the point? Jesus died to set me free from sin, Jesus died to liberate me from sin. What's the point to sit there on a daily basis and practice sin? What's the point of it? What am I accomplishing when I sit there knowing plain will what the Word of God says? And I'm going to practice sin no matter what. Time for us to grow up, church. It's time for us to mature. You know the world's looking at you and the world's looking at me and they don't see no change. They're sitting back thinking, why should I even get saved? They're still acting the same way. Their conduct, their behavior, their attitude. But then if they can go around, the the church can go around and say, you know what, I'm saved by grace, but I'm still going to knock your teeth down your throat. You know what, I'm saved by grace, but come on, let's go party. You know what, I'm saved by grace, man. You know, God saved me. And then the world says, why should I even get saved? What's the point of me getting saved when I don't even have to change anyway? I love God. I I believe in Jesus. I know he loves me. So, you know... I believe in Jesus I know he died on a cross so if the church don't got to change why should I? think about that what's the point? you know the world's view basically is saying to you and me what's the point of getting saved if I don't have to change and the world's saying you know what what's the point I've even practicing righteousness and holiness when I know the Bible says so. But what's the point? I can't seem to overcome it anyway. But then Jesus is saying, in His view, He's saying to you, and He's saying to me, He's saying, I already did. So the reality check needs to be, or should be, I choose to sin. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? King James Version. What shall we say then? I was studying that verse. And in the Greek it says, don't even have that thought in your mind. Don't even think that way. So when you begin to feel the temptation to give into your flesh, you have a choice to make. Give into it and then cry for the grace of God to come. Or you can be that man, be that woman that says, you know what? I'm willing to sacrifice. I'm willing to lay my life down on the altar and I'm willing for God to change this vessel. I want to encourage you today. I want you to realize this. You don't have to sin if you don't want to. Go beyond this, that grace may abound. Go beyond that. Live in this this grace that I believe God's given us grace to live a holy life. God has given us grace to, to, to live a life of righteousness in Christ Jesus. It's all available in Christ Jesus. The Bible says, therefore I am a new creature. I am a new creation. I am a new species of being because of what Jesus did for me. So why in the world, what's the point of me? What's the point of even getting saved? What's the point of If I'm not going to change. It's time to change. It's time to grow up. It's time you put that habit aside. Sir. It's time for you ma'am. To put that. That sin. And nail it to the cross. Time to grow up. It's time to. Say to ourselves, you know what? I'm going to be the example. If no one's going to live for Jesus, and no one's going to live a righteous life, I am. I'm not going to change. I'm going to live for Jesus. Be encouraged. God bless you today.